message from General Pepper. Priority one. We need your help, Star Fox. Your only hope for... Episode number 49 of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Good morning. Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. Star Fox 64, 1997. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems number. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 49. There you can leave us a comment on the episode, and you can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and more. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and the feature of Dengar O'Donnell and Dross. And I predicted that Star Fox 64 would be a classic. Wow. <laughs> This is episode 49. Right? We I can't believe did it. did Oregon Trail because of the 49ers. Uh, or Madden for the 49ers. Yeah, but either way. Anyway, Star Fox 64. <sighs> that, okay. that you know him, you perhaps love him, this is my perhaps good friend not. and ghost, <laughs> Paul, the master interrupter powers. Hi, Paul. Hello. Paul, as you may or may not know, uh, there appear to be no humans in the Star Fox universe. Mm. So if you were a member of that verse, what animal would you like to be? Star Fox. So you'd be a fox. You can't be Star Fox. Sure I can. <laughs> if I'm going to be a fox, I might as well aim to be Star Fox. Okay. Which one? Cloud or? <laughs> or James. Yeah. Which one, Paul? Um, the one flying the ship now. Well, Rob 64 is flying the ship now. Then that. <laughs> the robot. <laughs> Moving That's on. That's not the fox. I said the fox flying. You said Never the mind. ship, not the R-wing. The ship like great fox. We're getting way oh, in my the weeds goodness. way too soon. Let's. Wow. Okay. I you. didn't realize we were that nerdy about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I predicted Star Fox 64. Classic. And we're joined once again by my brother, Kitos, the game correspondent, Ruiz. Hi, Kitos. Hi, everyone. How's it going? It's going well. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Once again, you've been one of the long timers of the Retro Rewind podcast, and it's awesome every time you're back. So uh, don't, don't, don't disappoint timer. this time, Kitos. Well, Christy, my wife, is... No, is I said he's the only timer. Like, whenever we have a game, he's the only one... It's us three. Well, That's it. no, we did do oh, wait. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game with yeah, my other Yeah, and it was brother. during the game. <laughs> and it, yeah, that's why I said... Oh, that. wait, didn't he join us? Oh, sorry. Never mind. You can... I, did this I interrupted. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what I do best. <laughs> <laughs> that's... That's allergies. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Kitos? Your question for you, um, well, my lead-in for the question is, Star Fox was the first game to feature the N64 Rumble Pack. Do you remember mm, that? Yes, it was. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, a lot of people thought it was GoldenEye, but this was first. Yes. Uh, and Kitos, my question to you is, do you feel like controller vibrations are all that helpful? Helpful? Yeah. Hmm. 
I think it depends on the type of game. Okay. Yes. Because I think it can definitely help with immersion. Mm-hmm. But let's say you had like a strategy game where your controller was rumbling all the time, that would be pretty annoying. <laughs> that makes sense. I I predict that Star Fox 64 will be a classic. Great, guys. Well, Paul, will you please tell us what our course for this episode will be? <laughs> Alice, let's uh, fly through some planets and destroy things all around us <laughs> as we uh, talk about Star Fox 64 while trying to do barrel rolls into our new tube segment nice. and then uh, detonate bombs on any um, unwelcome feedbacks. <laughs> no, all feedbacks are welcome, so they, they should be safe. <laughs> all right. Alice, when you have uh, found the target and... Uh, if Slippy's helped uh, determine the shields, let us know. Alert! Alert! Target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging retro rewind reactor. Star Fox 64 test subject results. Stage 1 Space Combat Mode. Stage 2, multiple interactive 3D environments. Stage 3, intra-squadron dogfighting. Stage 4, sudden jolt rumble pack impact control sensor. Introducing Star Fox 64 with rumble pack, only for Nintendo 64. Conclusion, stimulus overload. Good game. Never play with power. Super power. <laughs> oh, wait. That's not quite right. And speaking of things that aren't quite right, let's go into our memory mind meld synopsis. This is what we remember of the story of Star Fox. Star Fox and his anthropomorphic crew, flying in X-Wing wannabes, are trying to defend the galaxy by battling an evil monkey alien metal magic head on different planets, including an Independence Day-like level. As far as gameplay goes, you got to play as you got to play as the R-wing that could do barrel rolls and flips. You also played a tank, which was pretty cool. Even with bombs and lasers, getting mission accomplished was a challenge. Also, you had to read the dialogue in text boxes since the Star Fox crew just made f- funny noises. And playing through various paths and finding secrets in levels was another part of this game. When it came to multiplayer, Playing four-player dogfighting with my brothers was something I could have done for hours and hours, and I hoped I could survive. Um, yeah. (laughs) Not quite right. But Paul, please tell us what technically went into making this game. Uh, technically there were some, like, plastics and some silicones and some... Um, maybe testing and always the literal one. Sorry. What was the question? Into oh. the development of this game. How about that? Okay. Star Fox 64 was released in Japan on April 27th of 1997. It was released July 1st, a couple months later in North America. And then a couple months later after that on October 20th in Europe. It was developed by Nintendo itself. Any other questions? <laughs> uh, well, how much did it make or how much did it cost I to make? Couldn't, I didn't <clears throat> mind that. Did you? No, but, well, I guess we just will never know. 
Uh, I thought it was one of their more popular games. Yeah, I, I think I read Oh, that. here it is. Oh, oh. Star Fox 64 is listed as the 45th greatest game of all time by the Guinness Book of World Record Gamers t- Edition in 2009. It's actually <laughs> <laughs> okay. one of the top-selling games of 1997, second only to Mario Kart 64. Okay, I'm since we even though we don't have regular numbers, I'm going to go ahead and give it this. Yeah, because it wasn't like those other games that nobody bought. Yeah, like Blast Core. Oh, wait. <laughs> or GoldenEye. Yeah, Blast Core was like a game Kitos and uh, me and our brothers had, like one of the first games for the N64. But that's neither here nor there. There's some stuff to like about Blast Corp. But let's talk about Star Fox. What did we really like about this game? Let's start with Kitos. So, what I liked about this game was uh, the voice acting. Which, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you uh, listen to the you know, earlier part of the podcast, <laughs> where we talked about uh, where we heard the Inception sound. That was definitely from... Uh, my memory of thinking that they talked in just weird noises. Whoa, I didn't whoa. realize they actually, I didn't remember that they had real voices. They had true voice acting. Yeah. And uh, actually I didn't, I, I didn't like, didn't remember it one way or the other, but thinking, thinking on it now, I'm actually surprised for cartridges. I always thought didn't have like real authentic, like, soundtracks or voices because of whatever bit rate or whatever mm-hmm. when went into sound files for cartridges but so it was cool to actually hear actual like live voices mm-hmm. yeah maybe it was the 16-bit uh game the super nintendo version that just had the like the i think I re- it was yeah i remember because i remember the sound effects of like the frog <laughs> croaking and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely remember that. But yeah, I I agree, Keith. That the sound effects here, or the sound, I should say, voice acting was one of the highlights of this. Yeah, it, it really just it added uh, another level to the game that usually we don't get voice acting in in these earlier games. So. Yeah, and yeah. kind of a level of cheesiness to add to the uh, f- animals flying around, and then you have the dramatic, <laughs> Star Fox, we need you! And you're like, that, okay. <laughs> that General Pepper, like, what is he? Like, General 10 people? If he has an army, hey, well, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. But um, it was interesting. They did such a good job on, like, having each character having its own personality. Oh, yeah. yeah. I kept waiting for Falco to say, Falco, punch! <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Falco, I thought some of his dialogue was the, like, funniest. He he very much came off as, like, a Raphael-type rude yeah. guy, but, I like, I especially loved his line when he says... uh um, when you've taken damage at the end of the mission, or he's taken damage, and he says, do you see my ship? Does it look okay to you? I just love his lines like that. I can't count how many times the Toad was like, I'm getting, I need help, or whatever she says. But that was actually... He. I don't think Slippy's a her. Really? Yeah, The I voice is definitely a her, or at least sounds yeah. like a her. It really sounds like it. So, in fact, I, that's one of the things that I enjoyed, is like, here you actually you have a female, oh, which I thought was a female character, and it's right? like, 
yeah here we go as a team like all right we have like uh both male and female you know represented let's go well they represent uh female part with the the cat pilot which i still i didn't play enough of the game this round to really sort of get much of her story but when she comes on there's another girl pilot i didn't get that far yeah (laughs) well i i i yeah, how how did you get the cat lady? I know there's a different pass, and I didn't see all of them. So, so the way I went was um, I couldn't figure see. out how to go different ways. Okay, well, first stage one, <laughs> we're really getting to this stage. <laughs> stage one at Corneria, the first that's right. planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you have to do is kill the guys that are trying to kill Falco. Make sure you okay. keep Falco alive. And then he finds a way through this waterfall thing. Oh, that's and, right. And he goes oh. and you get to essentially attack the first boss from the Star Fox SNES game. Nice. Which is cool that they they did that. Because we, we can can say Star Fox 64, at least according to Wikipedia, is a reboot. It's not like mm-hmm. a straight sequel. So that's interesting that they, they took... Or it makes sense that they took that and mm-hmm. used it in this in this game, but yeah. okay. From there, you go to the planet as opposed to the asteroid field. And then, if you beat the planet, you go on to this water planet where you're actually in a submarine, oh, which I absolutely that sounds familiar. Yeah, I, I remember like doing that a long time ago. Yeah, I didn't play it this time through with uh, that that section but it wasn't that fun a stage but after that you go to this one of the tank stages and there the girl will help you though i didn't find her to be all that much help but apparently she helps you um you like played a totally different game than i did (laughs) i played it through a few times um nice because i care about you the listener and giving you the fullest deepest raging anyway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Paul, what was something else you liked about Star Fox 64? Uh, <laughs> I liked the controls. Um, at first, it was kind of frustrating getting used to the up is down and down is up, but um, I thought it responded really well to the left, right. And after a while playing, it got it became really natural, and I oh, liked totally, the feel of yeah. it. So mm-hmm. um, I, I like the con- the controls on in this game. Yeah, I completely agree. It was it was a little tricky at first, just like you said. But I found the more I've played it, the just the more astute as an R wing pilot I've gone, which has yeah. been really rewarding. Mm-hmm. Became kind of second nature to not even think about. Mm-hmm. Um, after a while, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, and I like for me, I had to map it to my three hundred and sixty controller, and I thought it was going to be very difficult especially you know mapping the n64 controller to this one so Mm -hmm. but after i mapped it out um it was actually it was really responsive really easy to use it 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 wasn't as hard as i thought it was gonna be it was actually easier way easier and playing it was easy mm -hmm. so you you mapped this to your xbox controller you didn't play on your shield uh no yeah I don't I don't have my shield with me at the moment. But, oh uh, okay yeah. yeah. I played on my my uh, computer using Project sixty four. Okay, so. Hey, so did I. Oh, okay, and <laughs> Paul, did you use your Xbox controller as well? I did. Okay, 
And for me, since we're talking about it, I played on the Wii Virtual Console. They actually, I was able to buy it from there at this time. And um, thank you. And I played with a GameCube controller, which for the most part was great, except because of where the 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 C buttons C. are, oh, yeah. it's actually yeah. a separate joystick. It's right in, in the same place, right near where the A button is, which is what you use for, to fire and charge up. You can't... You can't maneuver, do the U-turn or the Immelin turn. Or that's the same thing. Or the the flip, the flip. Yeah. while you're charging up, which was really annoying to me. That's why I couldn't do it. Mm. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to flip so many times, and I did it once accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> I could do the, you know, upside down, like, okay, turn around. The, but I yeah. couldn't do the, like, the, the whole mm-hmm. flip. Yeah. Um, and uh, just to go back a little bit, Slippy Toad, according to the Star Fox Wiki, is male. Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> that 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 flips things around. Oh, I have to rethink my whole. Never mind. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> you guys actually thought she uh, really sounds like female. Yeah, who I, did the voice? Well, you know what? Actually, a, I want to say that a nine year old boy. Slippy fine. sounds like a kid. Yeah, that's. Again, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's let's talk about something I really liked about this oh, game. No, <laughs> I remembered. So I I remembered the graphics being a lot cooler, like a lot more like cutting <laughs> they were edge. Back then. They were back then, but even even though they weren't up to what my memory of them was, I still thought they were really good. And I forgot about sort of the ruggedness, I guess, or the yeah. the lack of polygons of it. It's still the the art dire- overall art direction really lent a lot to the style and the the style of this game and it was really enjoyable visually. Oh. Yeah, I I agree. I thought it was very creative the different worlds and mm-hmm. even like you said the uh the color schemes of the different levels and even like into the asteroids it's dark and you can't see some of the uh asteroids till like the last minute which mm-hmm. is frustrating at first but then as a game concept it's really cool, you know. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I, I I agree with the art direction and definitely all the different planet environments, but I'll, I'll leave my opinion on <laughs> okay. the uh, the rest of that you know art art stuff uh, for the next section. Well, the, then so give us an opinion an opinion for this section, Kitos. Mm-hmm. Um. So the other thing I really liked is uh, the the every stage felt so different from the other ones. Oh, absolutely. Such a good job on mm-hmm. on every stage. I felt like completely immersed into that stage. Mm-hmm. It, it was a total environment um uh that they did and even and then they switched mechanics and things on you like from going from the uh, the regular just straight up flight mode. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. where you're just <laughs> flying, you know, straight and you can move around. Um, but also they had the you know those three D realm battles where the you're all flying range in mode. A, yeah. yeah, all yeah. range mode. Yeah, exactly. And that that was just it was really cool switching between that and then of course the tank stage as well. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was really fun. I always felt like I was having fun while playing it. Yeah. Oh totally. That's that's rare. Yeah. <laughs> well that's cool, Gitos. Uh Paul, what did you feel how did you like or did you like the different takes and style of play throughout the game? Yeah, yeah, it was. I agree, one hundred percent. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, Kito said a lot yeah. there. It's no, just, no. it's hard to add to it. That's totally fine. But 
but sort of branching off from there, you'll see why that's a pun in a second. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked how the each level, well, that the you can take multiple branches like within the wider game. Like you can oh, go different okay. ways based on how you do in the level. Yeah. And also within levels, there's different ways paths you can go depending on the level, which See, is pretty cool. See, I know that cool. now. <laughs> I, I was thinking at each time, it's like, okay, now you're going here. I'm like, no, I saw I could go the other way. I want to go the other way. I didn't realize I had to go that path during that level. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just concentrating on surviving. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Um, what did you concentrate on in terms of things you liked, though, Paul? I liked being able to lock on targets. <laughs> yes. That, that was a nice difference than the original game. And, uh, uh, but I also liked, I know this is, I know you uh, typically like to go, okay, you're going to play like advanced mode, expert mode, hard, and just power through the game. I personally liked the training mode that I could mm-hmm. get used to it first oh, before totally, yeah. playing through. So, uh-huh. uh, and I did that. So I appreciate that. At the beginning. Yeah. And I had to go back to that too because I forgot what the moves were. And they, Slippy and Peppy, like tell you what to do exactly. later on, but I wanted to know right away. Yeah. And they tell you in the tutorial, which is great. So I don't have to yeah. sit there and read an instruction booklet. <laughs> <laughs> Who reads anymore? Gosh. Yeah. No, yeah. I totally agree. Kidos, how did you feel I- about that? I didn't even I didn't even go through the train. I just started the game and yeah, actually because through. they told me everything as I'm going through the game. I'm like, oh, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I wish that. I had known that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you seem not to appreciate that so much coming from Cranky Kong Kikidos, but I'm glad in this game you liked it. <laughs> well, Cranky's just cranky. Oh, okay. Fair. Cranky like told you like three stages later. <laughs> It's like, oh wow, thanks. I could have literally used that at the beginning of the game. I guess Peppy <laughs> does tell you right before you need to use it, so yeah, that is helpful. Not afterwards. That. Yeah. Um, something else I really liked about this game, going back to the levels. I mean, there's a lot about just the level design in general, but I, I really appreciate how, and this sort of speaks to what you're saying, Kidos, about each level feels different. They open with like almost a movie cinematic. With each level, like you, the the camera pans in, whether it's like the you see the great fox coming in, shooting the asteroids, very Star Wars esque. There's a lot of Star Wars mm-hmm. hat tips in this game, um, okay. but uh, or just just the R wings coming in and blasting something as you're as you're as the camera pans in. I just love that feel. It felt like I was playing a movie, which. And not in like a quick time lame sort of way, but actually just like here here's a movie and now this is the part I get to play of it. I yeah. I really enjoyed that. It was is a great way to set the stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You look deep in thought, Paul, like you are not <laughs> sure you agree. And you don't have to. I'm just No, I'm trying to think what my most loved thing was. <laughs> I totally forgot to. <laughs> well, I have a, are you at the, the end of your list, Paul, of things you liked? Yeah. Okay. I have a few more. Keep those. How about you? Yeah, I also have a few more. Okay. Uh, Go those, for it, you yeah, guys. Hit us up yeah. with one. Okay. So the other thing I, I really liked was, um, I don't know if you guys had lost any of your crew members during the missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, right away. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I, I everyone go. Let's really put it this way: that. I didn't follow the fox guy underneath the waterfall because he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I I like that though. There was like, if you didn't keep your teammates alive, there were certain things that happened in all the different levels that uh, relied on those teammates being alive. Yeah, and yeah. actually. What really, really got to me is in the last level, um, if you have all three good, they basically um, shoot a path through a bunch of these metal things that come at you and clear a path for you, making it easier. If you oh, nice. I didn't realize that didn't you. It was a lot harder without them because I, I had them. Yeah. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was, I was just, I thought it was really cool that they had like this kind of system yeah and i'm i it's surprising to me because a lot of games don't really have this kind of thing nowadays yeah, totally so it's very linear while this was very like there were so many variables at play mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. like choose your adventure cool. yeah oh yeah, yeah that's a great analogy um something completely unrelated to that uh but that i loved is i thought the introduction of star wolf was a great oh, element as nice. sort of an, the anti-Star Fox team. I really like that. Yes. I never got that far. Oh, Dang man. it. I'll have to catch no. it on YouTube. <laughs> it, it, it's really cool. Did you, Francisco, did you actually defeat them in the first stage? Yeah, I defeated them in both stages. Oh, no, I, okay. So you didn't beat them in the, the, the first stage then? I oh, oh, well, that must have been what happened because... One playthrough, I didn't beat them, and then later on, I I had to fight them at the satellite stage, and yeah, they were yeah. really tough. But then, this last time I played through it, I beat them there, and then I'm at this other stage. I'm like, where'd they go? Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. that must it, be why. That's uh, I actually you, that leads right back to what I was saying before, how you know all the variables mm-hmm. in play um, actually affect your your playthrough, and I noticed that I I defeated all of the guys except for um wolf Mm -hmm. and on that satellite stage i only had to face wolf oh really oh wow that's so cool that that continuity is there wow Mm -hmm. and it was really cool to me because it felt it felt like a movie you know where you you meet the bad guys and one of them gets away and it's like Mm -hmm. your your nemesis i love that was wolf that i couldn't kill (laughs) Because when I came back, I'm like, yes, this is the moment I was waiting for. That's so awesome. Um, speaking of things like a movie, my last thing before my classic maker. All this stuff happening at the end credits. I know, Paul, you didn't see it. Um, but it's it, I love that throughout the end credits, it's not just credits. There's actually stuff happening. You see um, the them go into the ceremony hall, very, again, Star Wars-esque. And General Pepper's like, be a part of the army. We're like, no, no, thanks. We're, we like to do things our own way. And just all the stuff that happens, I, I appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah. All right, let's get to our classic makers. Let's start with uh, Paul, since you've been waiting a while. Oh, that's fine. Um, what I really enjoy most about this game is the multiplayer aspect. And unfortunately, I didn't get to play that much this time around, but that's one of my my strongest memories of this game mm-hmm. is uh, is is the environment and the yeah you can't see as much in the multiplayer you know it's you're limited in your screen that's the only down part of it but it's still 
Um, as much fun and camaraderie as there is in the game, I felt it was even more with playing with someone right there with you. Yeah, I'm. I have to wait to talk about that. Totally. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, Kitos, what was your most loved thing? Uh, so my most loved thing would be. <sighs> There's so many good things. Uh. <laughs> Most loved. That is the question, yes. My most loved thing turned out to be a boy instead of a girl. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I would say my most... <laughs> wow. Um, I, I would say my most loved thing would definitely have to be the fact that I'm probably going to keep playing this game after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the playability. Like, yeah, there's yeah. So the replayability. Much oh, absolutely. I, I love that there's all these, in such a small, simple game, there's all this replayability, like so many things to see. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, that's definitely what I love the most. And you know, that's pretty much my, my uh, classic maker. I loved how much fun this was to play. And I, I kind of alluded to it before that the the more you, you put into this game, the more you get out of it, and just it becomes the more much more richer experience. And yeah, I'm I'm with Yuki. This I want to keep playing it. Um, there's only one glaringly hot exception to all that, which I'll get that to. She is a he. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the the em- emphasis was on hot there. Um, but we'll get to I that in a second. Pronounced emphasis. I know it was a. Uh, anyway, before we get to our the things we hate, let's talk about uh, or let's share some of the feedback we got from Facebook about this game. Uh, we posted to you know we, Facebook. We usually do. Hey, what do you remember about Star Fox sixty four? And if you'd like to see those posts so that you could share with us. Uh, like our page, facebook.com slash retro rewind podcast. Anyway, going from love to not so loved, Tim Ippock says, There's no telling how many hours I spent playing this game as a kid. I haven't played it in years, but I'm going to say it's a classic. Then Brian Keating from the Grand Emperor's Retro Gaming, Retro, retro Video Gaming blog said, I actually really like this game. I mean, when I heard they rebooted the NES Star Fox, I thought it would be awful. But this game is great. Just hate that the just hate that lava monster level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, cap off our feedback about Star Fox sixty four from Sean McLean says, "I remember going back to play it years ago and thinking it looked horrible." Mm. So maybe that's the perfect lead into something you were going to say, Kidos. Yes, actually, that's perfect. I agree with you, Sean, right? That was that was Sean McLean, yes. Yeah, I agree with you, Sean. Uh, when when I look at the graphics, like the art the the environments were designed really well. Mm-hmm. The stage is set up perfectly, but the actual look of the game, like the textures? Felt, yeah, like the textures and the models. Mm-hmm. Because um I I felt like they were uh, outdated. I mean, really, they didn't stand <laughs> up time. They felt you so know, 1997. <laughs> well, when we look at like the 2D games of the SNES yeah. and things of that nature, they have this like their own feel to it mm-hmm. because you know it's a 2D flat surface. Once we started getting into 3D games, you know, this is something I noticed. 
they don't they just don't stand up to time as well yeah when it comes yeah. to how they look that's and major, so yeah that's something i really i i it's something i didn't like about Star Fox 64 was it's it's really old and you can tell and it doesn't it doesn't have that feeling of like this game looks good i remember looking amazing yeah. and now I, I see it and it's like this is not good <laughs> and and you know honestly i had that same gripe with donkey kong country retro rewindpodcast.com slash 40 um and i i agree the 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 graphics like the textures you're exactly right they do look dated and it does look very blocky and poly, very polygony but yeah. i think overall it still looked like a cohesive universe that i i thought the mm-hmm. the look didn't detract a lot and i thought there was a certain charm to it so that mm. that's me but anyway paul Unfortunately, Kito's just let the cat out of my bag because that's my most hated thing about it is that not not that the b- graphics were bad, but like you said, it looks dated. Yeah. Like it, 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 you're like, oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Would you, I would, if they released like an HD remake of this. They they sort of did on the um the 3DS. 3DS. Well, does it look that much better? I haven't played um, it. I I don't know. I didn't play it either. But when they re-released uh, Ocarina of Time for uh-huh. Zelda, that looked crisp. They oh, updated okay. the graphics hmm. to mm-hmm. look. I mean, it still looks blocky, but it does look crisp. It doesn't look like oh, you can see right through the polygons whenever it turns right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know Star Fox probably isn't as big enough of a franchise to to garner like a really like really true uh, hd re update but i would just love so much to play Mm -hmm. an hd version of this i think that'd be just so awesome i would buy it instantly yeah oh totally Uh, i i don't know if i'd buy a wii u for it but i would be tempted I well, you mentioned it's on the 3DS. I didn't know that. I'm gonna actually look it up and yeah, <laughs> check oh, yeah. it out. Let us know, Gito. So, yeah, next time you're on for mm-hmm. uh, whatever our next game is, <laughs> yeah. Wave Racer. Yeah, Wave Racer 64. <laughs> Star Fox 64. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, cool, Gito. It's uh, so good. We'll do it again. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, your most hated was the graphics then. Yeah, that it looked dated. That I mean, the graphics dated. aren't bad by themselves, but mm-hmm. when you compare it to today's games, it looks dated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll totally concede to you guys. There, yeah. I, I. There's one more thing with that I just want to mention. Mm-hmm. During the intro, I don't know if you guys saw it, but even, <laughs> even with the 3D models and stuff being not so great, they also had like really bad clipping problems in the intro. Um, where oh, you I would actually like look through the model, like Paul was talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. As they were like moving the camera through them, mm-hmm. it was it was interesting seeing that because usually uh, developers try and you know not have that. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed like they plan they wanted it that way, or they didn't care. Uh, so this is gonna be too cool. We gotta do it this way. <laughs> we're gonna but show really, them it's 3D I, by look. You could see right through them. <laughs> I I really only saw that in the intro though. So. Oh, okay. Well, something that um I didn't like though that I thought they could have done without was the whole 
motivation to go to the solar stage I felt was completely contrived. What is the point of going there? If it's super dangerous, why go there at all? And Paul, I, I assume you didn't get to this. This is like this hot lava stage that... I oh, think, yeah, with the hot lava monster. Yeah, the hot lava monster. I just... I, That's my least favorite stage, and it doesn't make any sense why you'd go there. Just skip it. I mean, you can. You well, can't that, go that, that's where um, Obi-Wan cuts off Vader's legs, and he becomes... <laughs> <laughs> At the hot lava level, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was in the background. No, it was not. No. Should have been. Oh, wait, that was after. <laughs> that was after. Well, I mean, it's a prequel, but anyway. Well, it happened a long time ago. In a galaxy Maybe far, a galaxy far too far away. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Kitos, I'm curious, since you probably got there, what were your thoughts on the solar stage? Uh. Well, it was super annoying, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's probably the most annoying level of the entire game. Can you explain to Paul why it was annoying? Okay, so the problem with that solar stage is the entire stage, including the boss fight, you're taking damage every second. Oh my yeah, god. From the heat. falling apart. Yeah. And I don't even know why um why uh, Slippy even says, oh, oh. we can withstand 8,000 degrees at the beginning of the stage. 9, 000, when obviously think, yeah. it cannot. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's <laughs> part in front of you. And you're, you're, you're worried the entire stage trying to find silver rings to get back hell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Slippy guy. Speaking of him. Uh-oh. Man. Is he the, also a she? I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The kid that voiced. <laughs> see, I thought it was a kid that voiced voice slippy and the way he was scripted was just so annoying and i mean i found it very encouraging if they succeeded in making any part other than the solar stage annoying in this game it was slippy why did you find him so encouraging um because i thought it was a she and i was trying to help her <laughs> <laughs> so as a guy i was kind of motivated like yes help her out now it's annoying little kid that it totally gives a different picture. It's very uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail-esque. In what way? Lancelot goes and helps the kid with the swamp. Um, I've only seen this movie like twice. Come on, Paul. You should know this better than me. I want the curtains. Not the curtains. Okay, that kid. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't he send a note saying, come rescue me? And Lancelot thinks... He- that's a prince. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Retro rewind podcast.com slash 26. Oh, you're keeping it in? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, what was something else you didn't like about I know game? this is really annoying um, when people say this, especially <laughs> if you're a gamer, you hate it when people say this. I don't But I it. like being able to hit the button and pass through the intros to like different stages. And when you have to sit there and watch the somatic thing unfold, I'm like, no, just get to the level and button mash and trying to get it. Get, no, I just want to play. I don't want to see the intro. Yeah. What, people are bothered by that. That's totally fine with me. Yeah. So I didn't like that. Oh. I wanted to push the button and get right to it. Wait, you can. I was pushing all the buttons. Were you pressing start? Yeah, maybe. I thought so. I mean, I was able to, like, you mean the intros before each stage? Yeah. Yeah. I could get no? those. 
I'm surprised. I I just watched. Yeah, them. I watched them too. I liked them, but yeah, <laughs> same. Maybe that's why you didn't. Maybe, there were some I could pass through, and but not all of them. Oh, I thought it was all of them, but maybe not. So I didn't like that. Okay. Uh, something else I didn't like uh, was, and this is somewhat slippy related, also. Um, because of even though I, I slippy your most hated thing about this. <laughs> no, it's not. Because oh, um, I was sensing a theme. <laughs> um, I didn't like the texture they gave. Voice <laughs> <laughs> texture the model. He was so inept as an engineer. Oh, see how fast the mouths moved? Didn't even keep up. <laughs> um, so. And again, Paul, this is probably not... You didn't get this far. How far did you get, You don't Paul? have so to pity me. No, continue. <laughs> I refuse to be pitied. Continue. Okay. Um, so toward the end, if you take the path, like the lower path, where you're pretty much just getting completes on your stages and not accomplishes on your stages... Mm-hmm. Um, That's me. Okay. <laughs> uh, at Sector X, I believe. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, Sector X. Yeah. Um, if you don't defeat the robot guy, the secret weapon at the end fast enough, he'll hit Slippy away and he'll go and fall on Titanica or Titanica? Titania. Titania. Mm -hmm. And then you have to go and free him. But the way I played it, like I went to Solar and then because I didn't, I had already played the, the train stage, which I forget what that's called. Um, I went to Titania instead to play that tank stage because I hadn't done that yet. And they're like, Slippy's gone. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's gone? So it, it creates some some uh, some paradoxes if you if you sort of choose to go your own way. Because if, if you do an accomplished level, you can keep going on that path or you can do the completed level instead. Huh. So it's just a little odd. There's... They, they, for all that they accounted for in terms of continuity, yeah, I guess they didn't account for every. Yeah, some every, things can flip through the cracks. Yeah, exactly, which is fine. But that's something that I noticed that was like, eh, mm-hmm. this isn't that great. Do you, you you actually and you fought that boss? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. At the end of Titania, I yeah, hated that. That's boss. another annoying I boss. Hated that boss so Jeez. much. Let let Andros have these planets. Whatever, fine. Hecarim. <laughs> Uh, let's go back to Keith. So, something else you don't like? Uh, so I just said one. Um, oh, well, all right. Uh, Another one. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't stand uh, Slippy. Every, <laughs> every, every stage. No, every stage. Help he me. Or, or it, it. Every time. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, help me, help me. The See, entire for me, it was motivation. All right, I'll save you. Like, save the princess. You know, that kind of thing. And now it's like... It, it was like the opposite of my Peppy. My Peppy was like taking guys out left and right. I got this one. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, all this other stuff. And maybe it was designed to be annoying like that. But seriously, yeah. stay back in the docking bay fixing ships fast or something, engineer. Why are you piloting? Well, actually, I thought it was good character. It's like, oh, this person is... It's not like, oh, these people around me are incompetent, but everyone had their like expertise. And Slippy was the one that was kind of like a newbie getting in trouble all the time. 
I mean, I guess, but you're the, like this elite mercenary squad. You shouldn't be sending out people that can't. I didn't know you were elite as much as you that you were like rent like uh, like brown coats. <laughs> this whole this whole Corneria army calls this four group of four pilots to take on this entire space ar- this other space army. They yeah, because be- I thought the other real armies were busy doing much bigger and better. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. Things. Well, the general says. You're our only hope, Star Fox. Or you're the only hope for our world. I mean, that doesn't sound like he he has it under control at all. Oh, maybe they only called him because they had a giant robot ship. (laughs) That's that's really who's just carrying the team. (laughs) Sending supplies. (laughs) Those are so helpful. Those were, yeah. Especially when it was the lasers and I just died, so I have no lasers. Yeah, that was helpful. What were you going to say, Paul? All right, so you hated Slippy is what I was going to say. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. So you didn't hate Slippy, but what did you not like about this game, Paul? Another thing. Um, That's all I have. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, cool. Um, I didn't get very far, so there wasn't much to... <laughs> one thing that I... I... <clears throat> didn't like i felt um there is one thing and i don't yeah. I, maybe it's my own ineptness okay i know there's a lot of strategy but at, at some points and some levels it seemed like the best way to get through is just a button mash but maybe hmm. that was my frustration you coming out i would agree with that in terms of doing um the barrel rolls yeah the barrel rolls when mm-hmm. there's just all these lasers coming in yeah i was just like going at that. I wasn't even trying to dodge. I was just like, meh, these will de- deflect off me. Um, so in terms of that, I completely agree with you. And a lot of the time, too, I wasn't being like super precise with my guns since you know they don't run out and they don't heat up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, something else, another thing I didn't like was... Oh, uh, speaking of lasers, I felt like the blue lasers... Did both of you ha- get yeah. blue lasers at some point? I got double lasers. Okay, double lasers. If you get one more thing of laser power-ups, they'll turn blue. And what do they do? They're just... I feel that like sounds they're... sounds familiar. I feel like they're a little OP or overpowered. I, I mean, you can kill bosses so quickly with those if you're nice. fairly precise. I definitely didn't get those this round. <laughs> that... Yeah, that actually leads exactly into something I wanted to ask you guys. Yeah. So I, I, well, I know Paul, you didn't finish, but, um, Francisco, you, you beat the last boss and he, he goes through the, the, you know, the monkey head form Mm -hmm. and then he goes into that robot mode form, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I finished that robot mode form in about two seconds, right after I finished, uh, you know, killing the, the regular monkey head. And I was like, wait a second. Isn't this supposed to be like, you know, stage two, a longer fight? Right. But I think I had blue lasers, so I killed him really yeah. quick. And I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Yeah. Once you figure out the pattern for how to, and it's a super basic pattern, too, to not get sucked in. Like, he sucks yeah. you in, Paul, and chews you up and switch you out, and you lose both your wings and all your lasers, essentially. Oh, stupid. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but it's kind of, they give you both sets again every time you die. Like you go through this tunnel, sort of all oh, start over. Yeah. All like Mega Man, you know, that sort of entryway before the boss. They yeah, like yeah, yeah. max you out with everything right before oh, you nice. go in again. So Sign if, me up. 
<laughs> so once you learn the pattern not to get and you can not get sucked in, then it's yeah, it's super easy. Um though though I heard um we're talking about the ending. Apparently, if you beat all the stages and get medals on all of them, it unlocks an expert mode, mm-hmm. which I don't know if we ever did. But then at the end of that, um, you actually defeat the real Venom, which is this brain with eyeballs, which sounded mm-hmm. familiar, but yeah. I, I don't. Uh, we we did that like a long time okay. ago when we were kids. Because yeah. I know we got the foot soldier guys yeah. in multiplayer, yeah. which is like the the most you could do. But okay. Then that must have been what we did. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I ended up YouTubing it after because I remembered that I'm like, no, th- I remember there being uh, like a very like a secret secret mm-hmm. uh, last boss, mm-hmm. and I I yeah, I YouTube did to find out, and yeah, it, yeah, it's it's exactly what you described. Oh, okay, so. well, cool. Yeah, um, and, well, but there is there spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Well, we already gave our spoiler alert way back with our. When Alice intro. found the this target. This is the super secret spoiler. Oh, super alert. secret. Okay. Um, at the end of it, uh, I I didn't watch into the YouTube video so far, but I do remember um, them. Uh, uh, you talk to uh, uh, was it James McLeod? Mm-hmm. Oh, you find out that he's still alive. I read this. Yes. Yeah. 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 Then you put in the Konami code and you go to <laughs> negative world. <laughs> of course, that's what you always do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my whole point was blue lasers are very <laughs> be in. It 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 really diminished the boss fight for me. Yes, I agree. Um and let's go ahead and move on to the things that were diminished the most for us. Paul, you already said the graphics. Um yeah. or the yeah, that they look dated. Kitos, uh Oh, it's gotta be slippy. slippy. It's gotta be. Okay. Slippy is the worst. All right. Slippy is I I can't argue with that. <laughs> Though for me, the thing I had most, and this is more me than the game at all, but I just I had no one to play four players with on this playthrough. Yeah. I I like I said in the memories, I loved I just loved playing because like so me and Kitos and we have two brothers, so the four of us would just like dogfight. And I just loved it. And um, all right, Nintendo, you have to put it out in HD that we can play multiplayer online. online. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Sixteen-player dogfights. Amazing. That would be yeah. so amazing. So um, my favorite thing is your least favorite thing on uh, different circumstances. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and and also with the. One more thing to make this this dream of an HD Star Fox sixty four almost perfect would be if you instead of the foot soldier guys which i mean i guess you could keep it for really hd fying this thing make it 4k too while you're at it sure um, <laughs> um but uhd but have um include a playable star wolf in the multiplayer like you could unlock star wolf I oh, would, you can unlock all different kinds of characters. Well, That'd sure, okay, fine, but that's the one thing. Playing this as a kid, I wish you could have done that. I would have thought it'd be so cool if, like, you could have two mm-hmm. um, R wings versus two of the Star Wolf fighters. I, then you can get on PC and do mods and do like X wing fighters <laughs> or <laughs> or sure. the Back to the Future car. Fine. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so that was my my most hated thing and it wasn't really the game it was just circumstances on my end with that though let's move on to 
you know, our fine solution. Arc solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. Did you time your bomb correctly on that one? <laughs> Not very well, no. Uh, Paul, did you know that if you lock on, you can fire a bomb and it'll uh, that will be a missile, essentially? I don't know if you knew that. Oh, You wow. lock on and then fire the bomb to mm-hmm. it instead and of your laser? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. um, I wish I knew that. <laughs> that came in handy very much in uh, multiplayer. Uh, <laughs> Not for me. Who, oh, I'm oh, curious. Who for did you, multiplayer, who no. Who did you play yeah, multiplayer yeah. with, Paul? I just, I totally forgot to ask. Myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, I put it to multi. I I set the number of players to, oh. to and but it just brought back memories of like, oh yes, yeah. I totally remember this. Oh, okay, okay, cool. And so for me, it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just put it two different opposite categories. <laughs> All right. Well, opposite categories aside, Kitos, mm-hmm. what was what did you rate Star Fox sixty four? A classic, you would recommend it to anyone. A nostalgic, you would only recommend it to people who've played it as like kids. Or tragic, you wouldn't recommend it to anyone. So I would recommend that Star Fox sixty four be a classic. Okay. And huh. I say it's a classic. And not nostalgic because it is such a good game. I really hope everyone plays it. I think it is worth the title of everyone playing it because it does so many things so well. Mm-hmm. It's such a great example of game game development and game design. Um, it's really <laughs> except for except slippy. For slippy. <laughs> hey, listen, that's Navi. <laughs> I know, Help but me. it's <laughs> maybe maybe you have to have an annoying character like Jar Jar Binks or something. Uh, these yeah, point. All right. Good luck. Great games. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I I have to rate it a classic. All Everyone right. should play it. Classic sure. from Kitos. Paul, how do you rate Star Fox sixty four? I agree that this is a great game. It's fun, uh, Kethos, but I'm going to have to disagree with you and go nostalgic on this because I think it would really only be enjoyed by people like us who played it. I think if you give it to kids today, they'll be so turned away from the graphics because they Mm. could find similar playability in other games. Not quite the same, but similar. That I think new people, if you show them today, they they would get easily bored with it. Hmm. Hmm. So I'm saying nostalgic. Great if you played it before, but not. I wouldn't recommend it to new players. Can, we'll have to disagree. Yeah. May yeah. May I throw? May I counter that slightly, Paul? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, you could almost say the same thing for like old black and white movies. I know you don't care for old black and white movies, but there are there are people that enjoy those, even though they look sure. dated and. The cinematography's sure. dated, so I'm speaking in general. Okay, though. all right, all right. Then, then that's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's always exceptions, and and for the record, I don't not enjoy black and white movies. I don't know where that came from. Oh, well, I think because you don't like Casablanca. <laughs> okay, one movie. <laughs> the best because the two main characters don't get together, not or nor that they should. Spoiler so what's alert. the whole point? <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thank you for sharing that, Paul. 
So classic Kidos, nostalgic Paul. I'm going to have to side with my brother on this one. Classic for me. I so enjoyed this game. I I hope that if I'm ever down in California, the four of us, the three of us, and maybe one of me and Kidos' brothers or or someone else can join us for a dog fighting session of this because it was just awesome. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Lock my bomb on you. <laughs> well, I think if you can get it through Project 64 over the internet. You might be able to do it that way. Well, you How guys we test that. But anyway, well, yeah. let's not get into that right here. <laughs> Sorry. According to the Retro Rewind podcast, Star Fox 64 is a disputed classic game. So definitely go on and check this out. Unless graphics are a big thing for you. If you are, if graphics need to be like the highest quality ever or you won't enjoy a game, then probably not the game for you. Where's the dragons? Come on. <laughs> With that, uh, Alice, will you please engage in NewTube for us? NewTube systems engaged. That was only 64-bit? That's like a baby's toy. <laughs> Wow, thanks, Elijah. Kitos, uh, let's begin with you. What is new on your tube? Uh, so new on my tube is I've been playing a uh, a game called Heroes of the Storm. It's by Blizzard Entertainment. Is and that where um, George Clooney is up against this like storm, and he's gonna he's in a boat? No, he's, he's a no hero. hero. <laughs> 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 uh, it's not a perfect storm. Oh, in- oh, that's what I was, could not figure uh, that out. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Like you're you weren't sure where I was going with that? Yeah, I oh, was okay. like, uh, no. So it's it's a uh, it's a League of Legends and Dota style game, uh, also mm-hmm. called MOBA, mm-hmm. um, by Blizzard Entertainment, and it just it, it mixes all of their um, their characters from all their different games into one battle round. Um, so you can play as you know Diablo, James Rayner, um, characters from Warcraft and Starcraft and and Diablo, along with uh, eventually they'll add in characters from their older games like um, Rock and Roll Racing and Lost Vikings. Very so cool. They're they're really they're they're putting everything in, and it's only an alpha right now. And luckily, I got an invite to it. Wow. It's, yeah, it's it's uh. It's very, very fun. Can you I, unlock characters like Chun Li? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Blizzard made a Superman game like a long time ago, so oh. technically it's possible for them to do Superman. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> do, they, do you have the one kid from Diablo that lost his leg? He comes uh, at you with a pig oh, leg. Uh, uh, wart or warts? Or that something. sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet, but uh, they could. They could easily put that in. They should have a cow that explodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Awesome, Kitos. Heroes of the Storm. Uh, not available currently, it sounds like. but Yeah, not available, but look out you can for sign up soon. for the beta. Oh, okay, cool. Paul, what is new on your tube? Well, what's been new with me lately is I've been playing the Monopoly game at McDonald's. Have you guys <laughs> been doing that? I it don't. got me sucked in. What got me sucked in is they brought honey back. You know, little just little packets of honey. Okay. They took honey away for years. 
And I always enjoyed chicken nuggets with honey. I was oh. one of those weird people. Oh, okay. And every time I recommended somebody, they're like, ew, really? And I'm like, you should try it. They're like, uh, okay. And then they tried it and they're like, ew, really? And I'm like, <laughs> I like it. But anyway, they brought honey back and I've been enjoying the chicken nuggets at McDonald's playing Monopoly game. And uh, so Have get you it until anything? the end of the month. No, um, you know, like uh, uh, freeze food. Yeah, nothing. Uh, no, we actually got like a um a picture, a mug from Shutterfly where you could put pictures on oh, it, okay. and um a little picture book from Shutterfly. Nice, that's not bad. And uh, but yeah, a bunch of a little free food stuff mm-hmm. from there. But yeah, um, so yeah, McDonald's. <laughs> I'm I'm frustrated because it's like oh they got me again. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have. Um, uh, I'm not playing that uh, pulpit. Cool. So, Francisco, if you're not playing Monopoly at McDonald's, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I recently watched on Netflix uh, "Fading West," which is a documentary on the band Switchfoot. Which oh. I love the band Switchfoot. Um, I've been. A big fan of theirs for the last few years. Yeah, they're from San Diego. Yeah. Um, And this this movie, this documentary was just like, I just loved it so much. Oh, wow. It was, I I can't speak for like, I haven't like seen a a broad range of like uh, documentaries on bands or anything. So I don't know how it compares compared to other ones, but just I think the intersection of me loving this band and the sort of tone and the story arc that they go through, I, I just it was such a good movie. So I would highly recommend it if you, especially if you like Switchfoot at all, I'd recommend seeing it. Um, Does it dare you to move? <laughs> yeah, you won't feel too restless watching this movie. All right, uh, but you might have a saltwater heart now. <laughs> I'm really trying to shoehorn things in. Um, those are song tiles for those who may not know. Uh, Did the so, star George Clooney. <laughs> stuck in a storm. In, in a hurricane. He's saying hello to the hurricane. Where he can unlock Chun-Li. Now what? <laughs> so what's the name of the, the documentary? Fading West. It's also the same, same name as their latest album. Oh, okay. So is it available like on video download or? Uh, I just saw it on Netflix. So On oh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, with that, uh, so go check those out. We have Heroes of the Storm, Monopoly game at McDonald's, um, <laughs> <laughs> or play Monopoly if that's past. You know, go play Monopoly again. I'm yeah, sure I'd recommend playing Monopoly. That's fun. Yeah, uh, and Fading West. Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command and Conquer, and X-Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your config sys and auto-exec bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks, we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes.
with that, Alice, will you please bring up the communication satellites? I'd also recommend eating honey with chicken nuggets. <laughs> who cares? Sat online. Receiving incoming transmission. All right, we only have, uh, I think, one thing uh, from Twitter, actually. Uh, if you aren't following us on Twitter, we are uh, at Retro Rewind Cast and at Epic Comic Cast, which is a comic book and like sort of comic culture uh, podcast. Uh, they tweeted us, enjoyed the. <laughs> what? I was thinking they were an epic Russian cast. Oh. <laughs> Commie. <laughs> Honestly, that's how I read it at first, too. <laughs> no. Epic comic cast, even though there's one C, like the comic and the cast share oh, C. Okay. But, um, so they said, enjoyed the nostalgia on your Super Mario World episode, which was retrorewindpodcast.com slash 27. So they enjoyed that and loved, the, loved that game. Blue Yoshi rocked. And, and I, I, I thought it was Purple Yoshi. Is it blue? It's darn it. I always I thought it was blue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, Paul. I know. Um, but yeah, that, so I respond. Yeah, Blue Yoshi was totally awesome. Uh, so thank you, Epicomicast, for tweeting us. Yeah, I'll eat whatever shells I want. <laughs> My Blue Yoshi. <laughs> exactly. I'll fly no matter what. All right, guys. Uh, so let's go on to how people can get in touch with us if they would like to. Let's start with Kitos. And first, Kitos, let me say thank you so much for being on the show once again. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Uh, absolutely. Um, so, so, how can people get in touch? Yeah. <laughs> so, people can contact me through my Twitter. Uh, it's at uh, Cool Deluxe, Q O O L D E L U X X. You can cool. contact me there. That's, uh, that's probably the easiest way. Awesome. And or you can find you on uh, Project 64 playing uh, uh, Star Fox, Star yeah. Fox yeah. Or yeah. multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. And do you have anything you'd like to promote? Um, yes, myself. I'm so awesome. All right. <laughs> Check Kidos out. He's awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you again, Kidos. Uh, <laughs> Paul, uh, how can people get in touch with you? PaulJPowers.com. The one-stop one shop, shop to find you. <laughs> to find me. That's right. And all the social uh, media outlets I belong to. Very good. Very good. And I'd like to promote me as well. Oh, uh, like Kitos. I, you know, I've been working hard. I think I deserve a promotion, you know? <laughs> and But I'm sure everyone is uh, overworked and underpaid, or at least they feel that way, so... I would promote both of you if I could, guys. Because you, you're right. both awesome. Yeah. Hey, we've been promoted by Francisco <laughs> virtually. <laughs> um, yes, you are now, Paul, you are now veteran co-host. And Kitos, <laughs> you are a veteran guest host. You get a little chevron right? over your lower yeah. third. Um, <laughs> yeah, you get... Benefits now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I get to fly with Slippy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to fly with Slippy. Oh, <laughs> nice. Now that's you can fly with Nabby now. Hey, <laughs> listen. <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to get in touch with me, I'm on Twitter at FXRUIZX. And I'd like to promote my services as a web and graphic designer. 
just get in touch with me via our either Twitter or our feedback form on retrorewindpodcast.com slash contact. I'm a bit busy right now, but if uh, you have work coming in the future, like you want uh, a podcast cover art done or you're working and you need a website built, let me know. All right. Well, before we uh, get out of here, guys, um, want to give you a few announcements. Um, you can still you still have time to cast your vote on uh, the movies you want us to do, starting with episode fifty three through approximately sixty three or sixty two. We're going to be doing the movies you want us to do, and that's going to be a continual uh, rhythm for the podcast. Now, as we want to do the movies that you guys want us to cover. So just go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash CastYourVote, all one word, and you can vote on the movies up or down that you want us to do. So if we, we will be locking in the votes next episode and letting you know the top 10 movies we're going to do. If we were to take the movies today, they would be the top five would be The Mighty Ducks, Three Amigos, True Lies, The Wizard, and Groundhog Day. Wow, it changes every time. It does, yeah. People are like really voting on these, which is awesome. It's a good list of movies. Yeah, right absolutely. So if any of those movies you want to see even sooner, or you hate those movies and you want to see them knocked down, <laughs> E.T., um, then definitely go and vote. Also, uh, coming up, even though I haven't updated the page, if you go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash live, you'll see, you should now see... The- <laughs> The uh, the sort of uh, placeholder video for our live episode 50, which we will be doing the movie Dumb and Dumber Ooh. with uh, my wife, Chrissy Ruiz, who's a big fan of that movie. Uh, Paul, if you had to give us a, a prediction, what would it be right now? Uh, dumb. Of the RRP predictions. Oh, um, second class. Oh, wait, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> um, I would predict nostalgic. Okay, because I predict tragic, so. Yeah. Anyway, so that should be a fun episode, though. And we'd love it if you joined us. You could ask questions during the show. It's going to be at 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Oh, and we'll be doing it November 7th. So uh, join us nope. for that. That'd be great. With that, Paul... We, in case people just totally tuned me out, because, you know, who wants to listen to Francisco? Will you tell us where we're going to next time on the Retro Rewind podcast? November 7th <laughs> at 8 p.m. We're going to be rewinding back to the year 1994 for the movie Dumb and Dumber, which the sequel, Dumb and Dumber 2, is coming out the next week. So you'll be oh, all prepared cool. for that. Oh, okay. But until then, we would love if you would share the show with your friends. And if you want to support us even more, go to RetroRewindPodcast.com to find out all your Retro Rewind podcast needs. And next, and speaking of that, we're going to be coming out with a new way you can support us. Uh, and Ooh. we'll talk about that in our live episode. It's live. It's, <laughs> I see live people. Mm-hmm. Um all right, guys. Thank you again, Paul. Thank you, Kitos. And yeah, most it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Almost as fun as the game. Uh, <laughs> well, this is a more, much more of a multiplayer experience. So definitely. Um, yeah. But uh, I want to thank you, the listener. Whether you're listening to us out on a long run, or you have a plane ride that you're 
you know, high in the air and <laughs> you're listening to us. I don't know why I phrase it that way. Of course, you're high up if you're in a plane. <clears throat> and that could be on the ground. Or if you're just high in the oh, air. <laughs> or you think you're in the air. Or you're, or try- you're, or if you're trying to stay out of the rain like I am up here in Oregon. Thank you so much for subscribing, downloading, sharing with your friends, for listening to our show. And like a Pokemon, we'll catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Sorry to jet, but I'm in a hurry to get high in the air. <laughs> to get high in the air. Hey Einstein, I'm on your side. <laughs> Andros's enemy is my enemy. I'll do my best. Andros won't have his way with me. <laughs> Never give up. Never, Never surrender. surrender. Falcon punch! <laughs> <laughs>